Good morning. Welcome on this Wednesday morning to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about the Holy Spirit and the importance of and the reason for the Feast of Pentecost uh, on the day in the book of Acts in chapter 2. The giving of the Holy Spirit. We had also mentioned the little gap between the 40 days of when Jesus was here on earth teaching and then he ascended into heaven. And there was a 10-day gap before the disciples, as they were waiting in Jerusalem, were endowed or endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. As we read in the book of John, in chapter 16, verse 7, we continue to find out why and the importance and the need of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the believer today and in the church even in that day and age when the church began. It says, while Jesus was still alive before he was crucified and he taught his disciples, he taught them. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. In other words, he was telling them, it is of great importance. It is necessary it is it is it is advantageous to you in other words it's more advantageous to you that i leave than i stay behind if i stay behind it's just me here in one place at one time with one group of people but if i go away and i send the holy spirit then he will be able to indwell you he will be with you and when that takes place, and each and every one of you can be my representatives as a witness, having the Holy Spirit as the other comforter, another just like me, present there with you. So he can be present everywhere at every single moment with every single believer and accomplishing the will of God for your life and that which is supposed to be accomplished here on earth for the kingdom of God. So Jesus tells them the urgency and the importance of this necessary thing of being expedient that I go away. Of course, it also means not only is he going away, but at some point in time, in history, he is returning back for the church. Of course, this 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 time is been specialized and it's been named as the rapture or the the taking away or there's several names that are given to it but he's coming back and the scripture says it's important that I go away that these things be accomplished for if I go not away the comforter will not come unto you but if I depart if I depart, if I leave, if I'm gone, uh, basically, uh, if I am removed, I will send him unto you. And in John chapter 16, verse number 12, this is the part that we're talking about yesterday. We've mentioned a couple of times. Jesus said, I have yet many things to say to you. Interesting. Can you imagine... His ministry being cut short in a sense that he still had a lot of 
things to teach them, a lot of things to explain to them. But he could not because they were not going to be able to bear them now. In other words, they're not going to be able to handle it at that moment. They're not going to be able to receive it. They're not going to be able to sustain it. They're not going to be able to carry it. Uh, basically, it's it, it's the idea of you're not going to be ready. So it's important that the Holy Spirit come first. And then as these things are brought up, then he will, according to verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, is come. See, he is come. Jesus came the first time. He left. The Holy Spirit comes. Then Jesus comes for his bride. Then a scripture says, but when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you. He will guide you. Not it, not some power, not some phantom, not some ghost, not just some so-called influence. But he, the person of the Holy Spirit, God himself, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he hear, that shall he speak. And he shall show you things to come. Now, something to understand here that is important. Just as Jesus never spoke of his own, but he would only speak whatever he heard the Father say. Whatever the Father spoke, whatever the Father wanted the, the people or somebody to receive or hear, then that is the thing that Jesus spoke. He just didn't say any uh, whatever came into his mind or whatever. He only spoke that which was essential for that group of individuals or those people or that person that was there present at that time. That was all he said. When the Holy Spirit has, has come, he's not going to come to speak about himself, but everything that he hears, just like Jesus heard of the Father, the Holy Spirit is going to speak. Whatever Jesus says or whatever he is speaking. And then he's going to show it unto you. Uh, whether it's through the demonstration, through something that you can see. Whether it's a declaration, a rehearsal, an announcement. Uh, something that he just speaks of things to come. Now this, all, this is also important because in that time they needed the guidance and the direction for the whole body of Christ as it was growing. And the Holy Spirit was going to show them and give them the direction of the things that were going to be coming. Everything from the destruction of Jerusalem, which would happen roughly about 7 AD, 70 AD. So he prepared them for all these things. Well, that is no different today. God wants us as believers to be prepared in all the decisions that we make during our walk here on earth. He wants to guide us. Think of uh, two parallel tracks of a, of a railroad going together. And as you start walking in those parallel tracks, one of them continues straight, but then the other one veers off. And as it veers off, it either comes back and is in parallel with the other track or... It just completely uh, splits apart. Well, think of the Holy Spirit 
wanting to guide us on that one perfect straight track. That is the destiny that God has prepared for us. And that is the destiny that he wants us to walk. But sometimes we get off track and we get on the other track. And our thinking, our actions, our words, our doing are not directed and guided by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the consequences and the actions of those things come upon us and we wonder what happened or why is this happening? Because we were never intended to walk this walk by ourselves. We were intended to walk with the help of the Holy Spirit alongside the entire trip of our destiny. Whether he comes while we're still alive or whether we've already left this earth, he wants to guide us and direct us in every decision, every path. That's why the psalmist would talk about order my steps in your word. In other words, every single step that I take be according to your word. But then at the same time, we need direction and understanding because there may be certain situations up ahead that we are unaware of that are going to either influence or affect you, your family, your finances, uh, your health, etc. So many things. But he knows. He knows. And he can show you things to come concerning not only the future future as far as future events that may take place, but show you things concerning your daily things, your daily walk. What job to, to take? What, what, what people to, to hang out with, what investments to make, what choices uh, to take concerning your physical health and body. All of these are important. Many times we look back and we say, I wish I had known and I wouldn't have gone this path. See, that is the work of the Holy Spirit in part in our lives to help us direct us. But even more than that, to help us and direct us and guide us concerning the things that pertain to the kingdom of God. And in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon their lives was going to be more than just a simple uh, goosebumps, uh, more than just a simple uh, overwhelming emotional uh, high. But it was supposed to be an overpowering of the Holy Spirit in their lives to be able for them to crucify the flesh, yield completely to God and be instruments and vessels to him so that God's power, God's anointing, God's word would be able to flow out of them. The day of Pentecost marked the day in where Satan was going to behold Every human being that believed in Christ and came to Christ and was baptized with the Holy Spirit, he was going to see a reenactment take over of what happened when Jesus was baptized with the Holy Spirit. When he was baptized in water and the Holy Spirit came upon his life. To be repeated over and over and over. At that time it was one Jesus that he dealt with. Now he has to deal with every single one who has been anointed and empowered by the Holy Spirit in their lives. And that's why he comes against us. That's why he accuses us. That's why we are tempted of him. That's why all these things happen. Because he knows as long as the power of the Holy Spirit is in our lives and working through us, 
we are seriously endangering his kingdom. While we're elevating and exalting God's kingdom, we are damaging his. So the day of Pentecost, when it came, it came with a fearful, frightening sight that he was going to see and saw what would happen when a human being that was redeemed and washed by the blood of Jesus was going to be able to stand against the forces of darkness, not in his strength, not in his words, not in his own power, but in the power of the Holy Spirit and be able to break the strongholds, be able to break the chains and the habits, be able to break even the spirit of death when it would come on certain people. All of this was going to be made possible on the day of Pentecost. Hopefully by now, those of you that have been with us can understand the importance not only of that holy convocation, that holy day that was set up for it to happen, even though it was repeated by the people of Israel as an agricultural uh, celebration of God's giving to them and all that, God's plans are revealed and unveiled on the day of Pentecost when your children and your children's children and your handmaidens and your young men and your old men all will prophesy dream dreams and all of these things will take place all because the coming of the Holy Spirit. Consider that today the great privilege and honor that we have been given to be able to walk in newness of life by the power of the Holy Spirit in and through us, to be instruments and vessels of Him. May our heart cry as we look up, be, Lord, use me, and glorify our Lord Jesus in this physical body. It's His life, it's my body. May it be one that is united to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.